Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Pre-warning. There are going to be plenty of horror movie spoilers in the episode ahead. And you're probably thinking, how do you know that? Well, I came back from the future to warn you guys that Joel was dead all along. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to an especially horrifying edition of The Dream Factory, the world's spookiest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where it'll be cremated in the Indian burial ground beneath my home. I'm Joel, a man who puts the lash in slasher movie, and across from me is John Harris, a man who was recently employed as the ghost body double in the Casey Affleck vehicle Ghost Story, but was fired on the first day of filming for repeatedly shouting "woo" at catering staff. Hello, John. Hello. Apparently, you, doing, apparently you can't have fun on a film set these days, eh? <laughs> and it's not just John with me, as we are joined by our first ever guest. It's Mike Munzer from the Evolution of Horror podcast. Mike, hello. Hello. Don't worry, Mike. We'll, we will plug the show at the end. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But I reckon we should just get into it and pitch some horror films. What do you reckon? Let's do it. John. Quick caveat. Amongst many other reasons, one of the reasons we got Mike in is because Joel and I are extremely ignorant when it comes to horror films. So I get, like, apologies in advance. Well, this is we... it, right? So we saw that the episode was being released on Halloween. John and I thought, shit, we don't like horror films. They're too scary. Mm. Who do we know? Mike. Evolution of horror, Mike. Uh, right. What about... And Mike, you're going to have to really help us out with this one. Go on. Aileen wants a prequel to Friday the 13th, Thursday the 12th. Oh, nice. What, what? Origin story? I like it. 24-hour origin story. What happened? Does everything happen on Friday the 13th and Friday the 13th? Yeah, it's ridiculous. because, And I, I don't actually think we need more Friday the 13th movies as well. For anyone who's seen any of them, there's about 13 of them as it is. There's literally... Yeah, there's 13 of them all together. How many years does that span? Because fr- they, How many Friday the 13th do you get? In a year, oh, you, well, this is the thing. You get, you get, you get one, you get one movie a year all through the eighties, basically, and what? and but always they're always set in the summer, and you think Friday the Thirteenth doesn't always fall in like July every yeah, single year, so but it true. coincidentally does in those movies. Terrible movies, to be honest. What is the chance? Does every single year have a Friday the Thirteenth? I think so. Yeah, calendar? I think it does. Yeah, yeah, it okay. does. It and, does. And do all the horror films fight for it? 
Yeah. Oh, it's a bit. It's that and Halloween. They're like the two. Yeah, yeah. The they're two the release times. Yeah. Everyone's after definitely. Yeah. That's yeah. Quite fascinating, really. Yeah. So Friday the Thirteenth. What's our big bad? Who's who are we? So for most of the movies, it's Jason Voorhees, the guy in the hockey mask with the machete, who just basically slices up teenagers. And correct me if I'm wrong, but. They've jumped the shark with this one. That he's literally gone to space, right? He's gone to space. He's been cryogenically frozen. Who he's gone he up against space? Freddy Krueger. He's done everything. Who did who, he kill in space? Who didn't he kill in space? <laughs> Man, I tell you, he, uh, there's, a, there's an amazing bit when there's these girls camping. and he picks, In space? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they're camping. They're in sleeping bags out in the woods in space uh, on another planet or on a moon or something. He like zips them up so that they're trapped in a sleeping bag, picks them up, swings them around and kind of bashes them against a tree. Um, that's quite a good kill, though. That's, that's Jason X in space. So there you go. Good films. <laughs> Hang on. So Mike Myers isn't... Mike Myers is Halloween. Oh, my. They're basically the same. Fra- they're the same thing. F- Halloween came first, and Friday the Thirteenth ripped it off and thought, "We'll do something the same as Halloween. Let's pick another night of the year that's spooky." And they did Friday the Thirteenth. So, I need to talk about Mike Myers quickly. Go on. Right, he falls into the same category as me, not knowing there were two Steve McQueens. <laughs> were you really confused that a lot of people found Mike Myers terrible? Yeah. Well, I thought I didn't know. I, I mean, I was quite young when I first became aware of both characters, and I thought that in Halloween. He wore an Austin Powers mask, and that was like <laughs> that might thing. be scarier actually. Yeah. To be fair, the, with the teeth and everything, That'd groovy be baby, pretty weird. What about a horror film where with Mike Austin Myers. Powers? <laughs> nice. Maybe that's Thursday the twelfth. I don't know because yeah. that's the only thing. Thursday the twelfth, literally nothing will happen. It's just be a normal town, right? Yeah, just, where... just yeah. Everyone's happily just going about their business. <laughs> Maybe it's a film where there's constantly like tension building up and people walking over to doors like really slowly. <laughs> it's just nothing. Or like, yeah, somebody just... walks over in a hockey mask, but it's just a hockey player. Just, yeah, <laughs> you know, legitimately wearing a hockey mask or something. So it's just, it's just a it's Thursday the twelfth for Eileen is just a collection of fake scares where they build up to a big scare and nothing happens. Yeah, it's I'm the calm before the storm. Yeah. All right. What about this one? I really like from Rosie. The Blair Witch Projector. Oh, nice. oh, I thought it was going to be the Tony Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Which is a film. <laughs> is it? It's a film, yeah. Is it? All right, the Lionel Blair Witch Project. <laughs> oh, very nice. The, the Lionel Blair... dancing version on stage. The yes. Lionel Blair Witch Projector. <laughs> the Lionel Blair Witch Projector. Nike. So, yeah, I, the, the, so what we're actually talking about is the Blair Witch Projector. Yes. Hmm. Has everyone seen it? Yeah, there's a quite a scary in, projection scene. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I went to see it, despite not liking horror films. Girlfriend yeah. really likes horror films, so occasionally, you, you know, get talk about along. give or take, mate. Yeah, absolutely. How well, was it for you? It was about compromise. I. What's really embarrassing about this is that um, <clears throat> so, Kermode and Mayer, right? Mike Kermode. Mike Kermode. <laughs> you know that Mike Kermode guy. <laughs> yeah, he's clown. always he's always reviewing the film. Mark Kermode says. It's a bit. It's a knockabout bit of fun. That's basically because he's such, he's a horror aficionado, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, it's ah, it's just a, it's just a knockabout bit of fun. It's just kids getting into scrapes. And yeah. I thought, so I was like, Emma, let's go watch it because <laughs> you love horror films. And you know what? I'm going to be the good boyfriend. I'm going to take it on the chin. I'm going to watch this horror film. I'm thinking, I'm just going to have a lovely time. Yeah, I found it really scary. It is quite scary. There was some like and the projector scene. And yeah, apparently it's in the trailer, but I hadn't seen the trailer. Yeah, I found it actually quite horrifying. Yeah, yeah. So would a group of youngsters head into the forest and then they what, would they see a projector in the middle of the forest at night I've got it mate go on there was that advert for Tinder 
<laughs> Go yeah. on. Yeah, we, we're all with you. We're all it was one of the cinemas, and the whole thing was like, Tinder's not just for single people. You can meet mates on there as well. Which, what? I mean, yeah, what? this is a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah, Tinder, you can be like, I'm with four pals. Are you with four pals? Let's not definitely have an orgy. Let's you ha- hang out together. So if you were in a relationship, you could legitimately download Tinder for a mate. Look, bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just I'm looking, looking for, for friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, look, I don't. I'm not saying I'd do it. I'm just <laughs> saying there was an advert for it. Uh-huh. Right, uh, and they all met up in the woods and set up a mini cinema in the woods and hung a sheet. Okay. Comes two trees. So this is what happens. There is maybe like uh, like some sort of cult, killer cult, nice. that meet pals on Tinder, take them to the woods, and then they project. And what they project is actually like what's about to happen to the people. Yeah, oh. they're deaf. Yeah, yeah, is that that sounds better than you know a few of the other actual Blair Witch Project movies? That's good. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Yeah, that's a official review from <laughs> Mike from <laughs> Evolution Horror. That's, that's good. That's a commission. I'm in. I'm in. Um, okay, I've got one. Yes, this is from Mark. It's the cabin in the woods. Oh. But the cabin is um, the shack from the B-52 song Love Shack. Oh, brilliant. My two favourite things combined. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, right. I, I've got a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of the lyrics of that song. Yeah. Owing to working yeah. a wedding venue for five you years. You see a painted sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the... Cabin in the woods. Yeah, cabin exactly. In the they've... Um, They've got them a car. It's as big as a whale. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't got it a about fucking, to set sail? Got, well, it's going to set sail. It's a big car, right? That can't be road legal. Yeah. I don't know much about the cabin in the woods. Yeah. So enlighten me. The cabin in the woods is like starts off like a spooky film where a bunch of kids go to a cabin in the woods, mm-hmm. and it feels like nothing out of the ordinary is going on. Then they discover that there are monsters that live underneath it, and there are thousands of monsters. It's like. There's this whole kind of lab. It's like a sci-fi film, basically. And they go down a glass elevator underground and inside is like all these different tombs with all different types of horror movie bad guys underneath them. Interesting. Did any of them remember to bring their jukebox money? (laughs) (sighs) Do you know what? They didn't. They missed a trick. They go into the cabin. All there is is a jukebox. They put some money in. That soundtrack's the whole film. And it's like shuffle for horror movie killers. So a glass box pops out. Yeah. That's a bit of fun. It works. And then what, hap- what else happens in either of these things? I'm so ignorant <laughs> of both. Help me out. Help me out. You must know Cabin in the Woods, mate. <laughs> I've watched three horror films. I've got them written here. Cabin in the Woods is really good. I'd recommend it. Like, it's not scary. It's, it's kind of a spoof. Yeah, but that's what they say. That's what no, people that like yeah. horror films it's say. It's genuinely oh, a it's comedy. Meta, so yeah. it's not <laughs> scary. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, Psycho, Shining, The Orphanage. Oh. My three films. They're, they're, they're legitimately scary. Yeah. All those three. <sighs> yeah, but... Psycho's, you know, Psycho's old. Psycho's Black and white, isn't it? So it can't be scary. (laughs) Man Uh, just as a woman, come on. (laughs) What about this one from Millie? Uh, This is based on a real life experience, probably the scariest thing that any one of us could uh, experience. Uh, Rail replacement service, the movie. Oh, God. They did one on a tube, I believe, a while back. Yeah, Creep. Set in Charing Cross Tube Station. So doing one on a rail replacement bus would be easy. Yeah. Yeah, so what happens, right? That's a question. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, um. Sorry, Joel, Joel, Joel doesn't know how to, to tone his sentences like questions. <laughs> I've only recently learned to speak. <laughs> I'm really getting to grips with language. English isn't my first language. I'm about sixth on the list. Uh, Rare right. replacement bus. Well, it could be a good, you know, claustrophobic horror movie all set inside a bus that's... 
moving at 50 miles per hour. I'm pitching speed. Spin no, I was basically. thinking speed, but, yeah. But, you know, one somebody on the bus is evil. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So I reckon it's a couple heading out of town for the weekend. Yeah. They're going yeah. through somewhere like Kent or Sussex. They're going through the hills. Yeah. Um, there's tiny little train stations. You know, like the ones you pass that you never get off yeah, of, yeah, and yeah, no one really yeah. gets on or off at. Train terminates there. Mm-hmm. There's a rail replacement service. No one else on the train. Mm-hmm. No one else on the bus. Yep. They get on the bus. And, you know, terror ensues. Nice. The driver's obviously some sort of creep, but maybe he isn't all along, and maybe it's one of the couple. Yeah. Is that the big twist? <laughs> so the, wait, so the big twist is that one of the two of the couple organised for a rail replacement service to happen, got a bus driver involved. They, um, the day before, you've obviously... Forgot about this. <laughs> the, the day before, Friday, Thursday the twelfth. The day before, he went. <laughs> the guy from the couple went down and put a load of leaves on the line. <laughs> <laughs> this will do it. Yep. that'll do it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm on board. What? What? Mike, You're what, on board. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Of what like percentage of the horror films is is the big twist at the end kind of a horror trope? Would you say? Mm, not that often. Only if it's you know M Night Shyamalan or something. Mm. Um, sometimes, some 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 of them, a lot of them are like kind of who done it. I suppose who's the killer, who's the murderer, who's the one wearing the mask, and there's a kind of reveal twist at the end. Oh yeah, that's about as clever as most horror movies get. Um, I've got one that's a spin on one of. Uh, I've seen this as well. One of the recent great horror films. Yeah, this is the Babadook. Oh, what a film! But imagine the Babadook mm-hmm. featuring Green Day. So it's Babadooky. Very good. <laughs> Um, Very good. I haven't got much more beyond that, <laughs> uh, which is basically how this show works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Elliot sent us in Babadooki, and he's just said the Babadook is back and he's haunting Green Day. Yeah. What What's the MacGuffin? What's the concept of Babadook for those who don't know, including I, me? I think the Babadook is like a manifestation of maybe like depression or real feeling or like a, Ooh, yeah. uh, that sort Deep. of thing. Yeah. And it's a scary um, book, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. essentially like a monster movie, but. But like you said, it's it's more of a more of a metaphor, I suppose. There is a bit in the Babadook. Um, they're in like a police station or something, and um, she looks to the wall, and there's like a hat and a coat in the shape of sort of the Babadook. Yeah. And for a split second, it is the Babadook. Ah, sh- nah, shit me up, guys. Yeah. It, it's scary. <laughs> Stuff like that. That. I, that. I I will think about that in the shower. So yeah. Does anyone else do this, John? You get very scared easily. I imagine Mike. This is probably like. <laughs> this is like. Mike probably listens to the music from Psycho in the shower and loves it. Um, but I will, I will think. Oh no, shampoo's in my hair. I've got to close my eyes now to wash the shampoo out. Oh. When I open them, someone's going to be there. Yeah, you know, there's oh, that. You're like, on a real level, mate. I do. And, uh, <laughs> I do always think about that. Have you seen? It's like a classic trope where someone will be in a bathroom. They'll be standing at the sink in front of the mirror. They'll lean down to the sink. The camera yeah. will follow them down, and then they'll come back up. Someone in the mirror. Someone will be behind them, or they'll open the cupboard door and then shut it, and yeah. someone will be behind. I do often think that when I'm when I'm stood brushing my teeth. I think, See, I'm right, not alone. What's going to happen? Yeah. When do you get scared? In a horror film, do you think they've ever used, not used a mirror as a way to have someone in <laughs> no, like- Absolutely <laughs> not. If there is a mirror, it it will be used definitely. Still, to this day, never said Candyman three times in front of a mirror. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't. I mean, it's five times, but, you know. So Is it? You'd be fine with three. <laughs> yeah, I'm that scared. I don't even want, like, half of a Candyman to appear. Is it five times? It's five, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Afterwards, yeah. we'll all go to the bathroom. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. After, right. that, after that, we'll talk. We'll do, <laughs> yeah. the, we'll do the Candyman thing. Um, right. What about, I know that lots of, like, musicians, you know, do that whole uh, thing about how horribly lonely and, like depressing being on tour could be yeah. yep. could it be they're on tour and they're 
that's and Babadook's manifesting itself yeah. in that. It's like the weight of the stress of the tour. <gasps> nice manifest. And a ma- there's there's some great jump scares to be had in a gig. He's playing, and then it all goes silent from yep. the actual rock music. You look out into the crowd. Your Babadook's somewhere Babadook is just the there moshing in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. is, that, yeah. is that Slash? Wake me up when September <laughs> ends. <laughs> oh. At the end of Babadook, do they defeat the creature? No. They okay. they learn to keep it at bay, yeah. basically. Um, it's, it's Hence extending that metaphor, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Yeah, you can't get rid of it, but you know how to deal with it and treat it, basically. And they keep it in the basement and feed it, essentially. So that's what Green Day will have to do with Babadooki. <laughs> Take it on tour. It's their support it act. At bay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Embrace it. And that's how they came up with the album. And there you go. <laughs> Shall I give you two titles and then we'll decide which one we talk about? Because they're good titles yeah go on alright so from Lucas we've got Rosemary Baby so instead, nice. so instead of Rosemary Baby have you got Rosemary Baby I've got Rosemary and Times Baby okay <laughs> uh, and from Steph I like this one Dracula La Land oh, <laughs> oh that's great that's a hit horror musicals that is a hit yeah, 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 yeah. Dracula La Land that is a yeah that's yeah, a that's a winner that's a certified they kind hit. of do don't they at the end of Forgetting Sarah Marshall a vampire mm-hmm. Muppets musical but that's fine we can yeah, but that was never fully fleshed out. Yeah. Dracula comes to LA to make it as an actor or a star. Perfect. Oh, okay. So, all oh, right. So, we're not doing a musical version of Dracula. We're doing, we're doing a, a version of La La Land with Dracula. <laughs> exactly. the I, I've, I've got the opening gag. Right? Go on. He lands in LA. He was like, I was going to try it in New York, but they told me it was the city that never sleeps. Oh, <laughs> yes. Come on. Come on. Uh, because movie sets, let's say like old-fashioned movie sets are indoors, so he'll be fine. He's not going to mm-hmm. burn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's going to. Isn't it meant to be like the sunniest city <laughs> that, in the world? Yeah, because, basically. Yeah, but the, what you haven't considered yeah. is that they're after him. So where's the last place they're going to look? <laughs> in LA, in LA. Yeah, absolutely. Van Helsing's like he's not going to show up in LA. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, he is the Emma Stone character. Yeah. <laughs> He is. And he falls in love, Dracula, yeah. with a handsome <laughs> jazz musician played by Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, because jazz, smoky, dark nightclubs, yeah. exactly. all vampire-friendly stuff. Yeah. Red wine, probably. That's feels feels quite... Do vampires drink red, red wine? It's like the closest well, yeah. thing to blood, isn't it's it? It's usually blood in a wine glass that uh, yeah, you know, yeah. one thinks is red wine. So we can definitely have that. Yeah. Falls in love with Ryan Gosling. How does it end? How does La La Land end? Oh, kind it's of, actually quite heartbreaking, isn't it? Well, it In ends with them both doing. But it's the whole the whole like thing of La La Land is is correct me if I'm wrong that for them to to achieve what they wanted uh, creatively they had yeah. to yeah. split. Yeah, they have to choose love or their career, and they choose their career. Yeah, that's, that's so, a bit bleak. Yeah, it's quite bleak. It? Yeah, it's it a fun play on the you know because a rom com would always go with love is more important than anything, yeah. and yeah. they've gone no, you know what creative pursuits and then, yeah. and then there's that like five minute montage where they see how their lives would have been yeah and that's yeah. I found that and utterly it, it, heartbreaking when I watch that if you've seen the director Damien Chazelle's other film Whiplash it's mm. essentially like do everything you can to be a good artist mm. even if you suffer yeah yeah and I think that's just the way Damien Chazelle feels basically yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, that's the kind of the that's so true that's the message yeah, of both give up on everything. movies yeah we go with the traditional rom-com ending Dracula and Ryan Gosling get together they give up their both their careers and just become full time lovers. No, but at the end, <laughs> at the end, it's it's enclosing on a heart yeah. as they're they're embracing. Dracula, 
wink at camera, bites the neck. <laughs> That's a good ending. That'd be such. You've spent so long investing in these two characters. Yeah, yeah. In love. yeah. You almost forgot that this was even a vampire movie by this point into it. Yeah. Brilliant. Dracula La Land. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are we going to try these Rosemary Babies or are we going to go for our own two suggestions? Let's, I think we should uh, pitch our own two. And Mike, you're going to decide um, oh, okay. the nice. victor, essentially. Uh, well, you, you decide of all of the pitches, yeah, but at the end, just... John and I pitch one of our own. Okay. Um, so, John, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first because I'm, I'm so proud of mine. I've, I actually had two. Uh, so I just really quickly want to... You know Simon Cowell's music label is called Psycho? That, yes. I'm, that's like the the most hilarious... Because it's just like I am, like you know, I'm, yeah. I am. A, I'm a psycho. I'm definitely. I'm. I'm definitely Patrick Bateman's what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine if you'd put that into a film script, they would go, "This is too yeah. on the. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. so on That's the so nose." True. Yeah. So that was my first thought. Uh, but I went for this one. Uh, Danny Boyle, zombie in inverted commas. I know people get upset when you call films that aren't zombie films zombie films. Zombie film starring the other guy from Saved by the Bell. Twenty AC Slaters. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> So <laughs> very, very good. Right. So, uh, so how have we gone from one to twenty AC Slaters? There's also like a cloning movie, right? Yeah. The- so in the process of cloning AC Slater, zombies happen. Zom- well, yeah. They- <laughs> so they they clearly didn't perfect the, the the cloning process, and the clones of AC Slater. Oh, so it's the- lo- it's like no- there are nineteen like feral it- AC Slaters. Exactly. Oh. And you've got the normal one. But who is the normal one? See Which what I was thinking. What one? I was thinking is we're post-apocalypse. But the only DNA they have left is AC Slater, so they repopulate the earth just <laughs> with AC Slater. He is the finest specimen of a man. <laughs> is, exactly, yeah, yeah. But at least it wasn't Screech. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Screech sounds like a crap version of Scream as well, doesn't it? Like a really <laughs> oh, a no, that would be a great Screech. Yeah, yeah. Screech. Oh yeah, and then he takes off the mask at the end. Put the mask back on. <laughs> All right, so 20 AC Slaters, yeah. we've got he's 20 AC Slaters, Screech. I want to go through all the Saved by the World <laughs> yeah, characters. Turn them into horror films. Yeah, 20, 19 of them are feral, as Mike says. One of them is not. 
and they're really fucking feral and they're like mowing people down so mm-hmm. they've taken out london in a week <laughs> <laughs> they're really honestly so in order to kill ac slater you must think like ac slater's the thing right so he he's what recruited by someone to take down his 19 counterparts yeah that's nice he's in like la or somewhere where he lives and he doesn't know any of this is happening he just looks at the news and he sees like 19 <laughs> feral versions of him. Police knocking at his door. <laughs> We've got some questions to ask you, matey. Yeah, that's it. And obviously, that's a lovely like thing that happens in films, isn't it? Where they, they've arrested him, they're questioning him. And yep. you, you don't understand. I don't know what's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they lock him up and it's only, what is it, like... 15 minutes from the end they realise yeah. that the key to this is to let no one see Slater out <laughs> and I don't know whether it's like a case of like um, when Scarlett Johansson calms down the Hulk or whether he just right, yeah. kills them I'm not sure whether yeah. he calms them down no I think or, he rambos them. I think yeah I think he's got to literally slaughter them all yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what we're saying is they just like arm him to the to the hilt is that the word yeah to the nines to the teeth yeah, I see it as being like a, a real like hardcore gory horror movie, yeah. like Evil Dead style. He is like slicing his way through other AC Slaters. And there's a funny bit where he uh, starts shooting at a mirror. And then in the mirror, <laughs> Got and in the mirror, mirror, he's behind him. Yeah. Oh, good. good. Brilliant. He could do a thing where he stood in front of the mirror and then he like just sort of edges to the side and then there's another one of him just behind him, a double. Nice. And and you don't quite see it because he tries to move with him. To yes, exactly. Stay hidden in exactly. the shadow. I think I think that's a hit. I think that's try and be that, Joel. It's pretty good. It's pretty but, good. Uh, get ready for this, mate. And pardon the accent. Here's a film about a Geordie vampire. Nosferatoon. Okay. Nosferatoon. Toon. Are we hearing that, guys? Nosferatoon. Toon. Yeah. Like as in. As in Newcastle. like Newcastle. <laughs> oh, right. It's a Geordie vampire. Uh, I thought you'd be in. I thought there'd be like ro- you'd be rolling in the aisles now. It was a thinker. Okay, Nosferatu. <laughs> I got it. I got right, it. Nosferatu, okay. the Good. Geordie vampire. There's a famous fog on the Tyne. Yeah. So he's got somewhere to hide out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. I mean. <laughs> It's, just, it's, it's no a good 20, pun. It's a serviceable it's, pun. It's a fine pun, Joe. It's a fine pun. The thing is, my head immediately goes to what we do in the shadows. So it would just be a Newcastle version of what we do in the shadows. Like a a scout, Scouse? Oh, racist. Geordie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Geordie, thank you. Geordie yeah. vampire trying to live his normal Geordie life would be fun. Yeah, but he's just, what, killing members of the public? Yeah. All right. He's a vampire. Yeah. Also, being human is a lovely example of trying to use those kind of like monster characters in a mundane UK setting. Maybe like the cast of Geordie Shaw can in some way be involved. Excellent. They would make and a lot of horror films have cameos. You know, I think that would be that would work. Particularly in like, oh, like there was a real. I'm, I'm I'm about to try and talk about the history of film in front of Mike. Johnson. This is going to go. This can only go, on. go terribly. I'm listening. But like, there was this period like ten years ago, maybe even a bit longer, where they would get like, let's say, chesty uh, B celebrities to yeah. kind of die in horror films. Yeah, absolutely. And so you could definitely do that with the cast of Geordie Shore. <laughs> I like the word you? chesty. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So that. Yeah, there was an era in sort of the late '90s when everyone in horror films was from. Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Dawson's Creek or something like that, basically. And yeah, they'd throw in a cameo from someone from Baywatch just to die, basically. Whereas we've got Geordie Shaw and Gazza. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. 
Brilliant. Ant and Dec. I think Gazza's Van Helsing. Ant and Dec. This is it. Ant and Dec are vampires, <laughs> and Paul Gascoigne's Van Helsing. <laughs> That this is, is a, the greatest elevator film pitch. This is made by ITV2, this movie. <laughs> Wait, what are Ant and Deck? Vampires. Oh, they're just other vampires? No, they're, they are, they're the Nosferatoon, but it's two. Oh. It, well, it, I, I don't think you've seen this written down. <laughs> that's actually, a, that's got a number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that, that's the sequel. That's the sequel, guys. <laughs> they, they, they're, gonna, they're, they're not going to commission it's, one of these films. It's the most complicated title <laughs> ever. It's like six puns in it. <laughs> I was the Nos is actually, is actually also referring to that gas that powers cars. <laughs> There's so many layers. I was thinking Nosferatu as in tune like a cartoon uh, as well, uh, like Roger oh, Rabbit. It's also an animation. I should have <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. an animated sequence. <laughs> you like you see the you see the poster online. It's got a little plus like click to expand to explain the title. All the different puns. Uh, Amazing. Well, there we are. Amazing. <laughs> Joel really, Joel really pulled it out of the bag there because we were very underwhelmed at first. But you've managed to really. <laughs> we were, we were Mike playing. politely said it was a thinker, but it absolutely wasn't. <laughs> it was a th- I think I, I just felt dumb for not getting the pun. I was actually flattered you'd call it a thinker. <laughs> I'd put no thought into it whatsoever. It was well, very good. But that kind of brings us to the end. So, oh. Mike, um, I guess it's up to you really to pick your favourite of the pictures you've heard today okay so imagine if he picks Rosemary that, Baby after yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah I'll go for the one I haven't heard um, oh now let me just re- remind me of some of the others that we had so we had Rail Replacement Bus yep we The had, Blair Witch Projector Dracula La Land Babadookie Babadookie Thursday the 12th which didn't really go anywhere but. Cabin in the Woods but it's the Love Shack did enjoy that one Cabin in the Love Shack the Love Shack in the Woods rather that's yeah. good that's very good um, or obviously, or Nosferatu as well. I mean, you have to pick that. Nosferatu, <laughs> very good. Twenty AC Slaters. The problem with Twenty AC Slaters is, I think, nothing. It's too, <laughs> it's too dated. You're not going to. Eighteen-year-olds aren't going to know who that is. Problem yeah. with Nosferatu is that the title is too much of a thinker. <laughs> I think the one that screams out. If if I ha- if I was a person sort of commissioning, I'd hear the title and go, yes is Dracula La Land. I think that's 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 the simple winner. You get it straight away. Who's the man? Steph. Steph, thank you so that much. That is a winner. I mean, that could genuinely be a, a musical. So thank you very much, Mike, for joining us. Thank you for um, having me. I mean, you're not here to spend time with us. Obviously, uh, you can't, <laughs> couldn't think of anything worse to do. <laughs> um, you're actually here to plug your, your podcast. So tell us a little bit about it. Oh, thanks. Well, um, it's not as much fun as this, actually. It's quite nerdy, to be honest. So, but it's, it's, it's oh, a, Imagine being on a nerdy podcast. It's a, <laughs> it's a nerdy horror film podcast. We, like, it, as you mentioned, it kind of explores the history of horror movies, basically. Um, and because I couldn't find anyone originally who wanted to do it with me every week, uh, I, I've managed to like rope in other people. Uh, so I'm I'm with a different guest or critic every week, basically, and we sort of choose different horror movies to talk about. So a couple of weeks ago, we did Halloween. Really stupidly, actually, I didn't really think about the scheduling. On Friday the 13th of October, the Halloween episode came out. And as we're recording this, we're about to get Halloween, as in in the calendar, and Friday the 13th episode is going out. So I got them the wrong way around. But anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm a maverick. Um, I'm, I'm confusing myself with that. Christmas anyway, special in March? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, we cover, we, we cover everything. Every sort of old horror movie, 80s slasher movies, recent ones, everything. So yeah, it's good fun if you, if you like horror. Not, I- not, for, not one for you guys. <laughs> Big guests as well. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. He said roped in people like it yeah. was... I, you, did, I, I don't a, know how I managed it. It's a who's honest. who of anyone in like kind of UK criticism and stuff about particularly like 
horror films. Uh, if you care about horror films, you'll know who Kim yeah. Newman is, and he's yeah. in the first episode. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Kim Newman, Chris Hewitt from the Empire podcast, Boyd Hilton from Heat. Um, yeah, Rihanna Dillon. Lots of people, yeah. So, so it's really, really cool, actually. Um, my ultimate goal is to rope Mark Kermode in, which I hope to do one day. John, we've got to wrap up now, uh, and the only reason we know that is that our studio booking has come to an end, so there's a at the door and it's only bloody uh, as far as I can tell thank goodness that there are two doors here um, I think it's AC Slater but could it be Feral AC Slater 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 or 19 <laughs> only time will tell it's alright we're saved by the bell that should have been how the film ended AC Slater gets a bell, rings it, and they die. (laughs) (laughs) Also, who the fuck's called AC? (laughs) Uh, Have you ever followed a man or woman down a corridor with multiple doors? Yep. And then... They keep opening doors for you. Yeah. How many doors do you, is it? Uh, at which point do you have to stop making noises? Um, well, what I, no- I normally uh, overtake them and open <laughs> and open the next door and like <laughs> my <laughs> turn. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I was I noticed it the other day. So you go thanks or cheers first mm-hmm. first one cheers mate thanks and then once you've done those two you're out of you're out of gratitude noises yeah. so you just how long are these corridors you're walking down <laughs> you just have to go you just have how to many go. Co- no, 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 sorry. no 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 this isn't the real issue here what corridors are you walking down you're telling me you've never been down a corridor of more than two doors not since school <laughs> yeah it happens to me quite a bit and then where at work what what, what do you work <laughs> on a train <laughs> If someone pushed the button to open a door on a train, you don't have to thank them. What do you work on? An old train? <laughs> imagine, imagine you'd you'd be you'd be seen as a pervert if someone pushed the button to open the door and you went out of your way to thank the person who pushed the button. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> oh, I just don't know where these long corridors are. Hospital, maybe. You're not a ticket inspector or a hospital reporter, <laughs> so I don't understand where you're experiencing long corridors. I work in a in a in a hardware shop or a, or a home store, and I just work in the door. I just work in the door department. <laughs> um, Imagine the door department of shops was just a shit ton of doors. Oh, I'm I'm really having fun today, John. I'm having a great time. Um, I would like people listening to this to let me know, uh, kind of roughly how often they're faced with a corridor with upwards of two doors. And photos, photos would be great as well. Photos, yeah. I'd li- I, I want a photo from you first, so that'll be on the Twitter after this episode's out of you and the many doored corridor. Um, and then I would like people to send in. There's a competition running now, actually, and uh, whoever whoever can find the corridor with the most doors will win a Dream Factory mug. Okay, there you go. A bit of actual merch, and that, that's a guarantee. Uh, because I'm I'm a really great T's and C's guy. Mm-hmm. Um, do they? We need some real T's and C's in here. We need a finish date. Yep. Uh, and we also need to. Uh, do they, can they just Google corridor? Like they literally go in India. There's a there's a place. There's a hall with seventy four doors in this corridor. Or do they have to be there? They someone has to take a photo of them. Okay. In the corridor or a selfie if you haven't got any mates. So which I imagine is what yours will be. 
and the deadline is we will be announcing it on the 21st of November. Okay. So you've got roughly a month, three weeks, to uh, to find the corridor with the most doors in. I think, honestly, as much as I just did that whole thing earlier about my social awkwardness with doors and more, I think you'll struggle to find more than four. <laughs> so if you, if you know a place with four doors, Dream Factory Bug in it yeah. for you. Oh, you lucky devil. While we're here, uh, I think, because we're, we're going to go comp crazy, uh, let's do a best film suggestion in an iTunes review. Probably five stars, I'd say. Actually, any yeah, other... I don't think, you can't actually click void. the others. Vo- yeah, the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. entry is void if it's anything other than five. Uh, best film suggestion, and for that you will get uh, just some gratitude. Yeah, a lot of love on the show. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener